4: Lee Van Jones, liberal Van Jones admits there's too many illegals crossing the border, even for Democrats. Okay, so that's like a lot of illegals. Here's Van Jones explaining this.
3: Look, here's reality. Everybody has a number uh, that is too big uh, before they say something's got to be done. Some people might be ten. Some people might be a hundred thousand, a million. 5 million, 50 million. At some point, the number's too big, even for Democrats. And now we're at a place where because Congress won't act, Rep- Republicans won't let Congress act, the number is too big of people coming across the border, even for Democrats. And so the president is going to take some action. Also, to your point, he's floating these trial balloons to kind of see what the reaction is.
4: Wait, stop. Do you hear that line in there? The president's going to take some action?
3: No.
4: I thought the president was helpless.
3: well.
2: He's backed himself into a corner on this because he's been talking about that. And, and what Republicans have been saying was right all along, and he, he may prove them right on this, that he does have executive action authority to be able is. to do something about it, which we know. I mean, constitutionally, yes, there's no question about this from a legal standpoint. But he's been saying, no, 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 Congress, Republicans, Trump, everything else is, is the problem, not uh, this administration. And the thing is, if he then takes this executive action— Republicans can rightfully say and should push on this point and call them out for lying when they say that it was Republicans' fault all along. No, this administration is responsible for this. And, and we were talking last hour. This is not a problem. This is the intention of their policies.
4: Yeah, and they're telling this lie, and this is for their sheeple, okay? Because they've got to cover 70% of Democrats. And
2: the mainstream media audience.
4: Right, yeah. So it's, um, oh, Republicans won't do. Well, the reason Republicans won't pass that Senate bill is because it guarantees illegal immigration levels of at least $1.8 a year, where we don't have that now. So um, that's why they're do because this would make it worse. This would make it worse. That's why they won't pass it. And the Democrats figure they can just, you know, hose everybody, confuse no. everybody. But only their sheep will fall for that. Right. We don't fall for that. But listen to the deal, OK? The, the, this is, it's almost laugh out loud funny. And of course, we want to know the truth about the deal. We have to go to the UK Daily Mail to find out what's going on because this country is too dysfunctional. Biden is plotting, listen to this, tough new immigration crackdown. Border will close. If more than 8,500 try to cross in a day. In a day. In a day. That's the tough new crackdown. Okay, 8,500 a day. We don't close the border until 8,500 future Democrat voters cross illegally in a day. How many in a year is that? 3.1 million. Oh, okay. Well, how many crossed last year? 2.4 million. So his tough new crackdown... Is an increase of almost a million in illegals per year,
2: and, and I he's believe-
4: promising to make it worse and calling it a crackdown.
2: I, I believe they said the conservative estimate is that during the Biden administration, there's been nearly eight million that they can account for illegal immigrants that have yes. crossed over the border, which I, I, they've they've noted, and I, I keep hearing this number that is more than the population of thirty six of the U.S. states,
4: and it's actually ten million. Well, yeah, Just I mean, shy of 10 million when you count the 1.8 million gotaways, gotaways we yeah. know from the censors. Like we I said, that, that's it. just yeah. a
2: conservative a conservative estimate.
4: Yeah, 7.2, that's how many he put on planes, trains at your expense, um, and sent on their way with brand new Obama phones. Those are the ones, in other words, that were processed, sent into the country, right? Um, that kind of thing. So, no, the 1.8 million, that's your terrorist, your rapist, uh, your child molesters, your cartels, your gang members, you, you know, those people who don't want to be caught. And we know they're there because we have censors in the ground. Uh, and they can track every single one of them. It's 1.8 million for that, so that is a total of 10 million. So what Joe Biden's saying, I got a deal for you. I'm going to crack down. I'm going to let in 3.1 million this year instead of 2.4 like last year, and we'll call it a crackdown. So this this whole thing, what they're looking, but they're not going to crack down. No. They're going to announce tough new rules, knowing their sheeple will probably only read the headlines, mm-hmm. and then they're going to jack it through the roof. Yep. But here's the here's the thing. Um, Biden, if Biden can stop it at 8,500, he can stop it at 2,500. He can stop it at 25. He can stop it anytime he wants. He's just pretending that he can't, uh, because this is politically mm-hmm. becoming a, a problem yeah. for that.
2: Well, it's just like the, the Monmouth poll that we were quoting at the top of the hour newscast. Uh, what is it? Only 26% of Americans uh, in that poll think that he is doing a good job on immigration. Twenty-six percent, and that is certainly no conservative poll.
4: Let me read this, okay? This is from uh, 8 U.S. Code 1182f. Here, I'll, I'll retweet this. You can get it on your, you can get it on my Twitter if you want to show your liberal friends. Okay, so this is federal law: suspension of entry or imposition of restrictions by the president. Whenever the president finds the entry of any aliens or of any class of aliens in the United States to be detrimental to the interests of the United States. He may, by proclamation and for such period as he shall deem necessary, suspend the entry of all aliens or any class of aliens as immigrants or non-immigrants or impose the entry of uh, impose on the entry of aliens, any restrictions he deems appropriate. So he can do it tomorrow. He's let 68 million entries happen because he chose to, not because he had to. And pretending the Republicans in Congress had something to do with this is absurd. Yeah, it's a lie. It's a lie. And, of course, we know, as we have documented exhaustively on this show, and the New York Post has too, with links, Joe Biden has spent $23 billion in the last two years sending it to NGOs and the UN to pay these people, to get them to Central and South America, to get them from Central and South America up over the border. So they've we been get been we incentivizing cash cards. crime. They've, yeah. they've been incentivizing the
2: crime of coming across the border illegally.
4: They're paying for it. I yes. think a lot of sheeple don't know, and I say sheeple because trolls stop by all the time, so I try to help them. A lot of sheeple don't know they're literally handing out cash cards down there in Central and South America. They, just, they pass them through the UN or they pass them through these NGOs, but that's your tax dollars. They funnel it through the State Department. They funnel it through direct payments to the UN that are earmarked for the illegals. So these people, this is why when they come over the border, they have new shoes, new hats, new coats, everything's fresh, not a hair out of place yeah. because we pay for them to stay places. We provide right. them with food. We do all of that. See, I've so I've been noticing
2: that for years To this because, I mean, this just does not look like some disheveled, starved population that is dragging themselves, uh, you know, across the border. Once again, they, they seem to be well-dressed, appropriately dressed for the weather. And backpacks, cell phones. I mean, I, I was stunned. The, uh, the, I think it was yesterday. Fox News has been running this thing. They spoke to a Chinese man that had come across the border, and they were using the, the phone to do the translation thing. Turns out that he had flown to Tijuana, Mexico, from Turkey.
4: Yeah, I saw now, that.
2: what the heck is a Chinese man of probably about 20 to 30 years old doing flying from Turkey, to Tijuana, Mexico, to walk across the southern border into the U.S. Now, he claimed that he was here to get a job. If, if I were to believe that, okay, all right, we, we understand. But how in the world do you have the money and, and the visas and all the other stuff necessary to leave China, to go to Turkey, to fly from Turkey, to fly to Tijuana, Mexico, and then you walk across the border to enter the country illegally to the U.S.? This makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. No sense.
4: My guess, I don't know, um, but I know a lot of them, particularly the, the ones coming from Iran and Yemen and Afghanistan, they're just applying on the CPB1 app, providing no documentation of any kind. They get a code. It's just it's a silly code. It's not legal. It's legally meaningless. And that lets them go right through customs. Um, even if they are, I mean, we don't, we don't know who they are. We have no idea who they are. And, and they're still illegal immigrants. They can't enter the country, but it's a system the Democrats just made up. It's illegal, um, but, you know, and then hid from Congress for a very long time. We've just found out about it the last couple of months. So um, I don't know, but to say, okay, I'll close the border. My new tough policy, I'll close the border down automatically after 8,500 a day. Again, that's 3.1 million a year, well, last year, in total, you let in 2.4. So what you're actually promising is to raise the level of illegal immigration and yeah. calling it a crackdown. Right. But you know what? It, he, look, they know what they're doing. Yeah. This is the plan. The plan is that most people only read the headline. Mm-hmm. And if you read the, the just the first two lines of the headline, UK Daily Mail, Biden is planning a tough new immigration crackdown. All the Democrat people think, all the sheeple, they think, oh, he's going to crack down. Problem solved. Kate, I don't have to pay attention anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And what they don't realize is this is an expansion of the migrant flood. But what they're doing right now, he's going to come out, he's going to do the State of the Union address, and he's going to announce,
2: yeah. uh,
4: assuming he can stand all the way through the thing and read the yeah. teleprompter, nobody knows, he's going to announce a tough new crackdown, which is actually an increase.
2: And then point the finger at Republicans in House and the Senate for trying to stop him from fixing the problem.
4: Right. Because... He wanted them to let him let in 1.8 to 2.2 million a year right off the top. We don't have that right now. That would be an expansion of illegal immigration. Republicans won't give it to him. So he's going to whine like a baby. Um, But they're right. We don't want to expand illegal immigration and pretend that we're doing something. We want to actually do something.
2: Maybe we'll have another Joe Wilson moment and somebody will say, you lie.
4: (laughs) (laughs) All he does is lie.
3: Always get transparent pricing, no hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com, rules and restrictions may apply.
4: Couple of really weird things are going on. I'm gonna string them together. You make of them what you will noticed disease x was trending on twitter over the weekend and i went oh no oh no what now disease x disease x was first in the news a couple weeks ago when the very creepy head of the world Econ- i'm sorry world health organization uh tedros gibrenis came out and said oh by the way we're going to have it i'm sorry, i'm announcing it we're going to have another pandemic we're calling it disease x yeah it's coming it's uh, come. You know, it's weird you look in U.S. history? Last century, 100 years. Major pandemic. How many we have? One. It's the weirdest thing since uh, Fauci took over his roost at the NIH. Uh, we've had four MERS, SARS. All things, by the way, Fauci's scientists or grantees have worked on. It's weird. Ebola. Everything they get interested in seems to get out of a lab and infect the population. That's probably coincidence anyway. So the WHO director comes out again and freaks everybody out at the end of the week. And it, it you know, hits the internet on the weekend. He tells us disease X is coming again. Really wants you to know. Second time in three weeks. And he tells you that he is going to be dead on in predicting this because in 2018, he predicted COVID nineteen. He said he caused he called that disease X at the time too. Oh, and this one's gonna be worse. Here he is. It's creepy.
5: There has been a lot of attention on disease X, especially recently. But in fact, it's not a new thing. We first used the term disease X in twenty eighteen. It was just the same time I spoke here in this government site. Summit in 2018, and we used Disease X as a placeholder for a disease we don't even know about yet. COVID 19 was a disease X, a new pathogen causing a new disease. But there will be another Disease X. And as things stand, the world remains unprepared for the next Disease X. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so is it
4: coming, sir?
5: And there will be a next time. It may be caused by an influenza virus or a new coronavirus. Or it may be caused by a new pathogen we don't even know about yet.
4: Oh, we know about it. Or
5: what we call this
4: Yeah. Well, he freaked everybody out. This is every three weeks now with him. Hey, it's coming. Just, Just go ahead and get ready for it. Well, remember my obsession with Dr. Robert Redfield. By the way, if anybody out there listening... Knows him or knows a way to get in touch with him. I have stock to this man. I can't find him. He keeps going because I want to interview him. I want to interview him more than I want to interview anybody. Because he keeps going on television about every six weeks or so and talking to these idiot hosts. And he tries to tell them an avian bird flu is coming and it is coming from the gain of function research that Fauci funded. That our NIH is still funding. And he says, I want to retire, but I have to keep telling you this because a worse pandemic is coming. He is the former head of the CDC, y'all. He scares me every time he does it. And hes it's like he's begging, sometimes it's Fox News, sometimes it's CNN, to ask a follow-up question. How do you know that? How do you know it will be an avian flu? How do you know it will be from birds? How do you know it will be from Fauci's experiments or the groups still doing them with gain of function? How do you know? It's like he's begging, but no one will ever ask. They never follow up. And I want to follow up. How do you know, sir? And how can we stop it? And when specifically is it coming? And he says, this is going to be the big one. Here's digest, just one of many of my collection of Dr. Redfield's great pandemic warnings very oddly specific and
5: the reason that i've taken the position that i've taken you know i I just prefer to stay out of the public eye and been there done that but i took this position because i feel very strongly that we need to have a moratorium on gain of function research i told you that the great pandemic is coming i think it's going to come not from spillover. it's going to become from gain of function research or intentional bioterrorism Right? It's going to be a bird flu virus that is manipulated to be able to transmit human to human very similar to what we saw with the COVID.
4: How do you know it's going to be a bird flu virus? God, somebody ask him. Seriously, email me. If you know any way to get a hold of this guy, maybe your uncle's friend knows him or something, I, I really want to interview him because I want to ask him how. It could save humanity. I've done everything I can think of to find the guy. He's not easy to find. And again, he's not just some guy. He's not just some scientist. He, his the former head of the CDC. But you got to what he said there. The great pandemic is coming and he goes on and on. This is going to make COVID look like child's play. It's coming. It's going to come from gain of function. He trashes Fauci in a polite way uh, because Fauci's doing gain of function. He says it's going to be a bird flu. Bird flu. Huh, where have I heard the word bird flu this week? Headline, UK Daily Mail this week. Revealed, US is collaborating with Chinese scientists, because who else, to make... Bird flu to make bird flu strains more infectious and deadly as part of a one million dollar project. Despite fears, similar tests unleashed covid. Who's doing it this time? USDA it was a program pioneered by Fauci. I know he's actually not uh, in the government anymore because he is retired. It's been picked up by the USDA. Who are we working with again? Chinese scientists. It's weird. We just don't seem to be able to develop deadly diseases without the help of the People's Liberation Army of China's bioweapons program. Because, folks, there aren't just there are no just scientists in China. That's not a thing. If you're doing these experiments. You're doing it because the Chinese government wants you to. You don't get to go do deadly bird experiments on deadly bird flus because you just feel like that's that country doesn't work that way. US government spending a million dollars of taxpayer money to fund experiments on dangerous bird flu viruses in collaboration with Chinese scientists. Chinese scientists who have relations with, say it with me, you know, Wuhan Lab, which is a famous bioweapons laboratory. God, we just can't seem to do this without involving our worst enemy on earth who wants to kill us all. It's weird. Anyway, from the UK Daily Mail, Justin Goodman, senior vice president of the White Coat, White Coast, White Coat Waste Project. They're the ones who keep digging up these um, the, these programs, basically finding them. So again, and this one's being run out of the USDA, so they're getting in on it too. Uh, Justin uh, Goodman, senior vice president of the White White coat waste project said in a statement to daily mail it's reckless and indefensible for bureaucrats to bankroll dangerous avian flu gain-of-function studies involving virus experimenters from the notorious wuhan animal lab that likely caused covid and its ccp-run parent organization the chinese academy of sciences taxpayers shouldn't be forced to foot the bill for their own destruction i mean sorry i just added that taxpayers shouldn't be forced to foot the bill for animal experiments Uh, with foreign adversaries that soup up viruses and can cause pandemics and create bioweapons. So does anybody give a darn? Uh, One, one person, Senator Joni Ernst, she gives a darn. She just wrote a strongly worded letter, a strongly worded letter to the USDA, the head of USDA asking questions. So let's hope this one doesn't get out like last time. I know, it just kind of scares me because it's a bird flu. And gosh, if Redfield doesn't tell us every few months a bird flu is coming, that's going to be so much more serious than COVID. Anyway, just thought I'd string all that together because it's interesting and seemed kind of related. I don't know. Make of it what you will.
3: After the end of a good fight,
4: All right, this is getting exponentially weirder in terms of things we've never seen before. Teamsters, folks who work on cars, build cars, are beginning to figure out ever so slowly that what the Democrats intend is nothing less than a ban on the combustion engine. In other words, engines that run on gasoline. You're ever so slowly figuring out what that means. That right now, roughly of the fleet sold each year, the new car fleet, is EVs. And that's fine. If people want an EV, they should be able to buy one. I got no problem with that. But forcing people to buy them is something else entirely. And on March 1st, Joe Biden's executive order was supposed to take effect that would mandate that by 2032, 67% of the fleet of new cars, in other words, 67% of the cars when you go on the lot, you're looking at new cars, 67% would be EVs. Whether you want one or not, they don't give a damn. They're starting to figure out this is a problem. This is a problem for them. This is a problem for Americans. The Democrats need to hose them for about seven months. They need to fool them into thinking this is going away. And so Joe Biden... Uh, His administration announced the other day, oh, hey, guess what? You know what? We're going to suspend that. We're not going to change it. We're still going to do it. We're still going to make Americans buy EVs they don't want and can't afford. And we're still going to get rid of gas-powered cars. However, um, we're not going to start in March. Yeah. Uh, We're going to move the due date till after 2032. But the problem is when asked about this, they've also said they're not moving it. In other articles. So what is, what is going on here? Well, okay, this is an old tactic. Joe Biden and his people want to be able to run around before the election and say, oh, silly, no, you teamsters. No, 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 no. We're not going to make you make EVs that nobody wants and then you lose your job. No, not us. Um, we're, we're not doing that. But they also want to be able to tell the environmentalists they are doing it, the two parts of their base. And then you know what's going to happen? Day after the election, Joe Biden, the Democrat wins, Whack. There go combustion um, engines. There go gas-fueled engines. So not everyone is fooled by this tactic, uh, which is basically just a bunch of lies. And the way they're doing it is kind of brilliant. $14 billion in fines on the way for auto manufacturers in America or who make American cars and want to sell them here if they don't make 67% of the new fleet EV against again currently right now it's about eight people just don't want them they can't sell them and we had over four thousand auto dealerships sign a letter to Joe Biden we can't sell this stuff it's sitting on a lot Joe don't care so what they're gonna do what they're doing people need to pay attention to this is they're using tailpipe emissions standards that are virtually zero to eliminate gas powered vehicles how by making them more expensive than EVs which is incredible. When you could, I, the American people are going to just freak out once this happens and they figure it out. I don't know if they'll ever figure out what's causing it. All they're going to know is they can't afford a car. Front Page Mag did the calculations. Right now, today, fifty-one percent of the middle class in America cannot qualify for the loan on a current average EV. They can't. That's why they. That's why you can't get them up to sixty-seven percent. People just can't pay. So what are you going to do? Well, you want to backdoor ban cars. That's what this is. And I was thrilled to see that today there is going to be a massive protest bipartisan and they're getting it against the elimination of gas powered cars, because that is what the Democrats are doing. Leading it is a guy by the name of Scott Hayes. He's with the Toledo Refining Company. Uh, They make products uh, that support automakers. They make products that go in cars. They don't make cars. And he's saying, look, we're going to all lose our jobs in Ohio if this goes down. So, this is good. They're starting to grasp what is happening here. Now, listen to him tell the truth. He's the first person I've heard say the truth. What these regulations do.
5: Here in Ohio, much of our proud heritage is to supply the auto industry just north in Detroit. And very much of that is dependent on the internal combustion engine.
4: So so these mandates are a de facto ban of the internal combustion engine. Bingo. And we believe that will cost jobs in our industry, in the auto industry, right. and
3: in the huge network of supply chain.
4: A de facto ban on combustion engines so a lot of the focus of this has been on the ev part of it it's got to be 67 percent of the fleet by 2032 that's a new car fleet that sold blah 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 blah. Um, but they not a lot of focus on wow these tailpipe emissions make combustion engines so expensive that evs will look cheap and americans already can't afford evs i mean 51 percent of middle class can't so this is this is going to radically alter the lifestyle you know what's going to have to happen the only way they can qualify for a loan, families are going to only be able to have one car, not two. One. That's what's going to happen here. And some families are going to be able to have any cars. You know, I got. I just kind to wonder. Lower income Americans, is this is this what you signed up for with the Democrat Party? Too poor to buy a car. You already can't buy a house. Joe seen to that. Least affordability ever. Housing starts plunged because no one can afford them. Now they want to make sure there's no car outside that house. At some point, y'all gonna wake up. You want to be—I mean, do you want to be poor? I guess you do. I don't know. I'm just talking to my trolls now. They're on the text line. This is the deal. This is a bipartisan protest. But another strange thing happened—we haven't seen before. The Teamsters Union, which is very Democrat-controlled, just donated forty-five thousand dollars to the RNC. What? Like the Republican National Committee? Yeah. $45,000 to the RNC. Are you kidding me? Weird. That They haven't donated to the RNC in 20 years, but they are now. Why is that happening? Well, because the head of the Teamsters Union endorsed Joe Biden. Because he's for not having a Teamsters Union since nobody's going to have a job. Um, but he admitted when he did it that a lot of the people in the union are going to vote for Donald Trump. So why give 45,000? Because they're pacifying the people inside the union are like not only no heck no I don't want to be unemployed I like my way of life I'm for Trump they're, they're given the $45,000 to shut them up so they'll go away but it's what it represents somebody's waking up we need to wake up before we realize Democrats have banned the combustion engine and we didn't even know it we do, we and we can't use them anymore and I'm telling you folks they win this election. They're going to revert right back to what was supposed to take effect on March 1st. And you're going to see all this go into effect. Automakers forced out of business because they're either going to have to lose money on EVs or not make cars. And it would, either way suits the Democrats just so long as you can't get a car. Today is National Walk Your Dog Day. And it's also (laughs) National Margarita Day. Your dog won't care if you walk your dog drinking a margarita. Anyway, new study. English language has a staggering 546 words for drunk. but just one word for love. Oh, we have other words describing love, but they don't mean love. They only approximate the word. So... Maybe if we had more words for love and less words for being drunk, we would not need a national margarita day. I don't like margaritas, by the way. Not into that. Um, But here you go. Among them, blattered, mullered, pickled cabbage. By the way, a lot of these are British. They've stayed in our language. Um, Corned, skunked. I like this one. Stonkered. Boy, doesn't that describe having had too much to drink. Um, Slap happy. Schnookered. Yeah. Jeremy, if you know a Jeremy. Five hundred and forty-six official words for the word drunk. Don't know what that means, but there you go. Okay. Meanwhile, did you hear about this Amazon driver? This is the absurdity of New York, okay? New York is an absurd place now, and it's making international headlines for its absurdity. So Apple driver, Apple, a, I'm sorry, a big Apple Amazon driver. He's just trying to make a living, right? And he encounters a naked and drunk migrant who's living in a shelter down the street. Okay. Um the the man the migrant Yishian Sanchez stumbling around drunk clutching his beer when he sees the Amazon driver he thinks, ah, free stuff, right? I'm an illegal immigrant. I do whatever I want. This is a Democrat-controlled city. I have liberal privilege. I was unloading my stuff, the driver says. And a guy, he was like a pervert. He had his out, the driver said. He only identified himself as Abu. He's in, that's the driver's name, Abu. He's in the corner of the street just blanking off. And I told him, hey, what are you doing? And he went to my van where all the mail and everything was at. He Tried to take it. I pushed him away. He ran toward me like he was going to aggressively hit me. He says, I really had to protect myself. So he picked up a piece of ice from the ground and chucked it at the rowdy flasher who couldn't be bothered to, you know, wear clothes. So he said, um, I really had to protect myself. And he said he, you know, had thoughts flashed through his mind about what had recently happened an unprovoked slashing of another Amazon worker in the Bronx by another illegal immigrant. Right, so... Anyway, he said, so what I did was I looked to the ground and I saw a big snow pile. He said, I picked up a piece of the snow and socked him with it. And he went down on his butt. That's when it got crazy. He says he spotted some cops nearby and ran to them for help. Normally a no-brainer, but not in New York. No, no, that backfired. Sanchez told the cops, the guy sitting on his butt in the ice, Uh, in Spanish that I punched him in the face. I told them there's cameras around. You could probably find something. I didn't punch him. After a while, he said it turned into a he said, she said, and that's how it went. Sanchez, who lives at the shelter just a few blocks away, was charged with petite larceny and public lewdness. But the poor Amazon driver, who did not have a record before that, was also charged. (laughs) Yeah abu was charged with third degree assault care to guess who got bond and who didn't oh well i mean you know talking about a criminal that's a democrat so they're i mean just you know legal immigrant criminal they're they're not there's not gonna be any bond so they they let the perv back out abu had to post the bail welcome to new york y'all i would not go there i would there is no way i would go there it, it lost territory just assume it's no longer part of the united states